1: Seven minutes after eight, and you're listening to The Forum at Eight here on SAFM. And this morning, uh, we end the week on a different kind of note, as we host multi-award winning uh, songstress Lira. Now, vocal Tsunami, that's how she's been described. Uh, The Afropop diva is making waves by becoming the first South African musician to have a song on the prestigious VH1 Top 40 charts. And I'm sure you remember that from yesterday. We picked that up uh, in the papers yesterday morning. Now, uh, the smash hit of her album Rise Again catapulted her further into the limelight among internationally acclaimed artists like Mariah Carey, Beyonce, Ciara. And you talk about them, Lira. she's right up. There. And for more now, she's right here in studio with us. Miss Lira, thank you so much for coming through. It's such a great pleasure. Good morning. Good morning, listeners. <laughs> I-, I wish you could see. Uh, just go onto Twitter. She looks fabulous this early in the morning, <laughs> but then again, she always does. And that picture will be up shortly. But then... Lira, where did it all start for you? Where, where do you come from? Where were you born? Who were your parents? We want to know. We want to know everything about you. <laughs> I'm
2: from Igurulene, um Daverton, uh, east of Johannesburg, about what thirty five clicks from here. Um, so I had a great upbringing. Um, my mother works for Standard Bank. Her name is Bowie, um, and my father is in uh, Atlanta, and he's been there for twenty. Five years now, I think. Um, but I was raised by my mom and my stepdad, who works chava um who works for, for Supersport. Oh, so that's 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 my that's my story. Um, and yeah, I had a really awesome upbringing. Uh, nothing to complain about. Filled with music and lots of people in the in the family, as in like there was thirteen people in the house, and this was the norm. Just stunning. It was absolutely
3: wonderful, actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Always having that much company. Um, And music was just such a big part of my upbringing. There was just always people singing or actually in the neighborhood, there was always somebody playing music somewhere. You know, even though we didn't Mm -hmm. have a radio uh, or vinyls or things like that in my grandmother's house, there was somebody somewhere down the road who was broadcasting for the whole neighborhood to hear. And that's probably where I heard a lot of um, different music, uh, you know, growing up. So yeah.
1: musicality—is it something that runs in the family, or is it something that just developed, as you say, you hear all of this? And I think everybody who grew up in a township can mm. attest to that. So how did that start?
2: No, nobody is necessarily. Well, I, you know, people love to sing. I just, but I feel that's that's normal in any. African. I'm glad you said
1: that because everybody sings. Everybody sings, whether they
2: can or not. Exactly, everybody, everybody sings. sings. So this this is normal. But I'm the only one who's who's even gone this route. Um, I I don't know of anyone in my family that sings in a choir or anything like that. So when I came doing this, they were like, uh, "Who sings for a living? Nobody does that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> um, but needless to say, everyone is really proud of me right now. But um, yeah, everyone. Let's see, we've got teachers in the family. We've got. Accountants, um,
1: some business people, but no, no one, no one was a real artist. I'm, I'm the only one. And then you decided. Oh, at which at which age did you decide that you could actually make something of this? You know, further than just the recreational thing whereby people just sing.
2: I'd say I consciously considered it as a career when I was 22. I'd been working for about two years and. It was going wonderfully, but I was like, something, something's missing. Something, you know, just something wasn't right. And I started asking the big questions, like, okay, so you know, if if this, if I don't find the nine to five environment fulfilling, then what is fulfilling, and what what do I define as fulfillment?
1: Mm.
3: Um,
2: you know, uh, and and I figured um, music was probably a space where I could find that fulfillment, simply because. While I was studying, I used to perform, and I, I really just fell in love with the idea that you could create—you could have an idea, create, write write words about something, and um, put a melody to it and create a song, and people would connect to it. For me,
1: that was magic. You know, there was just something powerful and magical about mm. that. But, but but didn't you have um, you know the naysayers around you oh. telling you that oh no you know and 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 before we even talk about them. When did you know you could sing? I was 16. And who told you? Or did you decide by yourself that
2: you could sing? No. Um, I, I wish I was that confident at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, uh, just singing like everybody else does. And then somebody picks up and goes, wow, you, have actually, you actually have a, a great voice. And I would think, really? Um, and so I continued. And at 16, I consciously, you know, I did it more consciously, Um I worked on it and, and actually composed my first song. Um, and then there was an opportunity to enter a talent show in the in, in then it was called the East Strand Egorlin. And then we won best vocalist, best composition and best performance. And so that was the first time I'd ever won anything, but it was very affirming. It meant that I indeed had something special. Mm. Um and then with that with winning that competition we had opportunities to perform in various clubs for all kinds of people, young, old, Indian, black, anything you could imagine. And having grown up in apartheid South Africa, it was powerful to see that music transcended all of those barriers. Mm. There was just something really, truly magical that I experienced about music that I felt normal life couldn't give me.
1: But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back in those days and, and, and just thinking to when I was trying to get away from home and how tightly... My mother and my family held on. Did you find that your family supported um, your dreams? And, and, and did they let you go? Did they support you in, you know, whichever way you expected them to at that time, going to these clubs and performing mm. at a very tender age? I'll be honest, I didn't even say a word.
2: <laughs> I had a curfew of seven o'clock when I was 16. So whatever I did, I had to make sure I was home by seven. Um, So I worked around it. My parents did not know until I was 19 and I was singing at a family wedding that I could even do this. So I really kept it a secret because it just, you know, nobody, again, I still remember the words, nobody sings for a living. <laughs> so I wouldn't dare. <laughs> so
1: you were such a good girl. You were so wholesome. You never snuck out.
2: No. My mother, she, you don't <laughs> do that in my mother's house. <laughs> there was, I mean, I, I I kid you not, if I was home, if I, uh, and before uh, matric or grade 12, My curfew was six o'clock If I was home a minute past six That was punishment, no joke So, you know, I got bummed up by a whole hour Wow, (laughs) at grade 12 So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't gonna try and overstep those boundaries My mother just, you know, she wasn't that flexible Mm. So, yeah, I just, I kept it a secret and did my thing And uh, I was home on time and never got in trouble And I figured, you know, I could have both worlds As long as my parents were pleased, I, I wouldn't get in trouble
1: And when the 9 to 5 didn't work out, Mm -hmm. what did you do? I was a little older then, of course, and I was making my own income. And um,
2: I remember when I really felt I I wanted to, you know, quit my job and and pursue music. um, I experienced great grief about telling my mother. um, But she saw how depressed I was getting. It really weighed heavy on me and I remember one day she came back from work and she said, You know, you actually are annoying me. You mope around like something's wrong with you And then she was like, Well, you know, out with it. What's what's up? So I said, Perfect. So now I can really come out with it. So I told her, I was like, I, I, I don't think I wanna do this. Um, I, I wanna pursue music as a career. However, here's my plan. <laughs> I had a plan. Um, I had saved up enough money to survive for a year. And I figured I'm 22, I could take five years off to do this and get it out of my system, mm. as it were. And then I'll get back to reality, inverted commas. <laughs> so there was a plan, you know, I had a plan. <laughs> and I figured a year is a good enough time to get yourself on your feet, mm. you know. Um, so she gave me her blessing. And of course, I had an education to fall back on. So I don't think I gave her much choice to say no. And she was the one that gave me her blessing before anyone else. Everyone thought she was out of her mind. They were like, "How could how how could she let me waste her money by mm. going to school in the first place?" So she had a lot of people really, you know, saying you're making a mistake. And I'm most grateful to my mother because you know I felt if mom is okay, I I, I really don't mind what the world thinks. And yeah, so it was. I I left, and I was very lucky in that I literally got signed two weeks after I I served
1: my my notice at work. But how did that happen? Uh, Did you consciously pursue a particular label? How did this work? How did they even know that you were there and you could sing?
2: I had a plan. However, surprisingly, I just happened to end up at the right place at the right time. Um, I ended up in a label that I wasn't looking to get into, but there was an opportunity um, in that um, they were they were looking to go in. This is Triple Nine now, which were uh, traditionally quite stable, mm. and they were looking to go into R and B, and they were looking for a voice and a talent, you know, to 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 to, yeah, to pursue. And I knew Arthur's younger sister, whom I'd I'd been in school with for for four years prior to that, and I'd, it never occurred to me to even ask her to hook me up because it just for me at the time it wasn't the right label. Um, Lo and behold, they wanted to go into R&B. I I was free. I was looking for R&B. Literally, it felt like an opportunity dropped
1: in my lap. And so I was instantly signed. It's the forum at eight, uh, the, and this morning we're in conversation with Miss Lira, oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. That's the number to dial. And I must just say, I, I'm in awe. I, I'm sitting across from her, and I can't believe just how beautiful she is. You know, y- you you see people on the screen, and I kid you not, I've seen Lira perform, but of course it's at a distance. I've seen her on TV, but she is absolutely. Absolutely stunning. It's okay. okay. <laughs> that was my groupie moment. And now uh, to the listeners and, and some very interesting questions coming up. But Solly in Cape Town, just hold that thought because I just want to hear about the um, your, your, your signing, your first uh, mm. record label signing and how that ended up.
2: Okay, so I got signed and, um, uh, well, when I, when I left my job, I had a five-year plan. So when I got signed, you know, I felt, in fact, I, I thought God was responding to my prayer, you know, to say this is what I want to do. And things happened so easily. However, um, the actual journey proved to be much more challenging than that. And such is life, of course. Um, it took two years for my first um, album to come out. And once it did, um, one of the most significant things that happened, uh, the album was called All My Love. And I released it 11 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um the All oh My Love track kicked Beyoncé's Dangerously in Love off the number two position in the South African billboard. And that was the first time that a South African track had received so much airplay. It was truly phenomenal. Um, I had, out of a 14-track album, I had seven songs that were receiving high rotation. However, people didn't make the connection with me being a South African artist or even who I was. So that was frustrating. So there was a disconnect Mm. Um, in terms of the marketing and, and the success of the
1: music in terms of radio so I admit at first I also was curious about Lira and who Lira was But <laughs> I guess many of us fell into that trap Lira, let's pause the story there for a while And sure. just hear what the listeners would like to know And of course she's free game She's on the forum <laughs> at eight, So you can ask her whatever you want to ask her Within bounds of course Solly in Cape Town, good morning
0: morning uh, Lyra and morning sakina you know with all the bad news that we have all over the world every morning getting up and seeing how many people are killed how many are raped how many are others sakina you have just changed the game you know you just bring so much good here we have a success story how she's grown up what a wonderful south african we got doing the right things she told us her story which we must celebrate and you know must put all over the pages so and then sakina you have changed the whole scene because you know you get up in the morning and tell the people this is what i heard while you were asleep and it's only bad 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 news and then you bring something like this which makes everybody happy so congratulations to Lira, and double marks to Sakina, because she's really changed this SAFM, you know. And keep up this great work. Because um, forget every Friday, you should have three times a week things like this.
1: No, oh, thank you so much, I'm Solly. I'm clap
0: for that. That's beautiful.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, thank you so much, Solly. But and, and I think it's important that you know every now and again we do breathe because it's not all doom and gloom. That's true. And you know, um, we have to celebrate people like you, Lira, because. You are not only a success for yourself, you're a success for all of us as South Africans mm-hmm. and also a great inspiration. And we've become accustomed to using the word inspiration very loosely. But looking at you, looking at who you are, where you come from, where you headed still, and it really is an inspirational story. Thank you so much, uh, Solly. But uh, before we get back to the journey that I want to walk through, I want to throw some of these questions in case we run out of time. Uh, someone wants to know, and I'm just trying to find this tweet. Is your father from Lesotho originally? Yes, it's from Idris France. Leribe, um, yeah, the, our family, the malapos are
2: from from Leribe, yeah.
1: And then another um, one, and then and, and Andile, I'm glad you asked this question, Andile on Twitter, because when Lira said uh, Webster Lichaba. I also thought Orlando Pirates. Absolutely. Is it the same that's guy that we are talking that's about? That's my dad, yeah. Oh, and City Late, as they call him. City Late, that's my dad. That's the guy. So what was it like growing up with him? I mean, were you aware of his celebrity, his status as a soccer icon? And and how did that impact on you growing up around him? That's actually a very good question, how you asked how that impacted Um People
2: often say I'm very humble, and when I think about it, my dad's always been humble. You know, he's always just been such a wonderful, down-to-earth person. Um, and it was—it was pretty amazing having a celebrity for a dad, <laughs> to be quite honest. But he made a mean soccer player out of me.
1: You I'm, play I'm soccer? I'm very
2: good. Yeah, I'm very good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my dad doesn't have any sons. <laughs> we're all—we're four
1: girls. So yeah. Oh, that's great! <laughs> I, I never would have thought. I mean, looking at you all girly girl, I never would have thought. So, which team do you support? Of course, SuperSport. It, it 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 saw me through my entire high <laughs> school. <console. laughs> How can you support SuperSport? I do. I do. Matata, why not? I such a traitor i can just hear people screaming at the radio you're such a traitor i can imagine
2: no uh uh-uh. uh matatsantsa is in me through
1: bonoskas strong and of course internationally uh, do you support any team in particular oh no not
2: really to be quite honest i'd be lying
1: so no. <laughs> no. But it, but but if you were to give uh Shakes Mashaba any advice at the moment as he starts on his Bafana Bafana journey, what would you say to him?
2: I don't know what I would say to Shakes. Uh, um it's a tough one. I I I feel South Africa celebrates individuals. We we don't work so well as a team. And that's probably the one thing that would take us to the next level in my opinion. We we don't we don't make a very solid team. We have amazing individuals. But yeah, that's, that's something we could work on to work as a unit a bit mm-hmm. more. Matsatsanta. And of <laughs> course,
1: Bagania, no love for you here today, unfortunately. And we'll continue our conversation with Lira. The lines are open, 891 SMS is to 34701. We'll read a few of those. And of course, Twitter and Facebook at AMLive on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. with Miss Lira this morning. And, of course, the lines are open and I see people have been holding even through that musical interlude. 891 that's the number to dial. And uh SMSs, let me read a few of those before I come to you, Lennox Desmond. Uh, Terence and Kimberly says, uh, did you ever uh, think of collaborating with people like Yusuf Ndur and Salif Keita? and uh, this one from Chris in Cape Town says Lira is a fine singer with star quality uh, but uh, on the forum at 8 and it's interesting you say that Chris because it would seem the consensus generally is that people are loving the lighter note on the forum at 8. Joe and Peter Maritzburg have you ever worked at a wholesaler before? And uh, Corsi in PE says I like your uh, music noble daughter of Africa, keep your natural look daughter of Africa You are a role model of self-love. And with that, the music in the background, that man, what does he mean to you? Oh, there we go. (laughs) I've had the
2: pleasure and honor of working with Baba Hugh uh, on many concerts. I even did a tour with him in the Virgin Islands, in the U.S. Virgin Islands. They have two days named after him. That's how much love he gets out there in the world. It's actually quite phenomenal. And for me, when I look at the liberties that I have as a young female black musician in South Africa, I really have to show my gratitude to the likes of Huma Segella, who will really pave the way. I watch him prepare for his gigs, the commitment, the energy, the passion that he still applies, and I'm in awe you know, if I if I've even half the artist he is at that stage, it would have been a, a great achievement in my life. So I really have lots of love for him.
1: So apart from you, any other people who
2: inspire you musically? Oh, there are a lot. Um, actually, Anita Baker influenced my first album. Um, and sometimes I'll be singing and I'll, I'll feel that I'm channeling her on some other level. <laughs> um, Stevie Wonder made me want to become a songwriter. His music literally changed my life um, at, a, at a particular time when I was a teenager, just feeling lost and, you know, trying to find my place and space in this world. And mm. just a, a really powerful song. Um, actually, I'll I even sing the, the little lines. Is says, um, You will know, trouble heart, you know. Problems have solutions, trust and I will show was wonderful to hear those words as a teenager and just feel like it's okay it's okay things will work out you will know um
1: but yeah (laughs) you know i wish i i hope our colleague mandla shongwe who does the show before this one is listening I always tell Mandla not to sing on the radio because Mandla, when you sing, this is what it should sound (laughs) like. (laughs) Not the thing that you do early in the mornings, Mandla. This is what it should sound like. I just want to look at some of the messages here coming through. Eddie Shongwe says, um, That's more like a diversification program from a hectic week. Lira is a star. I love her music. And her tour of the U.S., how mm. was that? It was truly amazing. It was intense. We worked hard. We
2: had um, we were gone for 21 days. We were performing every single night and moving from state to state. Sometimes we would drive 11, 6 to 11 hours a day. Um, however, we had standing ovations every single night. They loved it, they understood the story, they, they even our African songs they loved. They just really accepted me for who I am. We performed in two morning shows, we did radio, we did a 4th of July concert.
1: Um, it was just a powerful experience to be quite honest. Uh, Lira, let's go to the lines. Uh, Lennox is calling us from Durban. Good morning Lennox.
4: Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to our music queen there. Uh, uh, Sakina, I want to say a few things. Uh, you know, we always argue in this country that uh, we we need uh, role models. I think you have got one there in the studio. Uh, mm-hmm. I always say that uh, I dream of a world, you know, where when I wake up in the morning, uh, when I open newspapers, I will read more about people like Lira who are making a positive contribution to our country, and then then the, the normal uh, news that we get, whereby, for instance, you 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 wake up, you read a story about the uh, socialites and 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 how who cheated, against who and all the infidelity infidelities that you often read about. Mm. So I think this is like an inspiring story. And uh, I think that uh, uh, Lira is buying the flag uh, of our country very high. And uh, I congratulate her and wish her all the
1: best. Mm. Thank you so much, Lennox. And, and and Panisa Lutuli on Twitter echoes that sentiment, saying, um, I echo Solly's sentiment, you just made our day. To Lira, we love you, Sissy. Young, no bad publicity and morally upright.
3: Mm.
1: And let's go to Desmond calling from Aman Good morning, Desmond. Oh, good morning
0: good morning sakina good morning oh that lady grew in the in a in a music buzzing a township there uh, in benoni that's uh davyton i don't know i'll ask her whether she knows uh, the mac Merkweb, the mac Tony, johnny johnny Merkweb, yes. who came to 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 natal uh university to do his beam be must be music then uh he, he was uh, he was playing that band there who modernized amarabi mm. uh, he, had a, he, he had a brother there in Davidton who was a businessman who also who was also married to Mbambo. The brother was a, mm. was a, also a, a pianist, a great pianist uh, being an albino he, he, he came to Adams college and also went to Fort a, was saying that uh, he never he never saw the notes but he's playing them. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> so it, it, it was passing with music in Davyton. Indeed. Thank you for that. The Megway brothers, Joni, whether he knows them or not. Thank you.
1: Thank you so
2: much, Desmond. I certainly know them. They're very popular. I mean, uh, Web Joni Megway is, is a huge um, icon of Davyton. Absolutely. He's got a school in Davyton. One of my uh, one of the guys, my co-authors of, well, co-composers, Utepo Osikele, um went to Johnny Mac's school um briefly so yeah we know him very well
1: and uh, the message is, I have to do justice. I have to. People <laughs> took the time to write these Lira, so I want to run through them. Okay. Um, Dunga SA says, such a beautiful morning listening to a multi-talented Miss Lira. Uh, feel good and uplifted right now. And then uh, this one from Lala. Lala Mkutlua says, um, SAFM is a great radio station, but boy, it has changed. And, uh, you know, lots of wow. love, obviously, for what's going on. Spusiso says, what an Epic way to end the week, Lira. Your voice is really a tsunami. And then, of course, there's talk about me and uh, the fact that I should try and recruit you to Arsenal. Um, we'll <laughs> take that conversation offline. You just reprimanded me on that. <laughs> I'll take that offline with with Lira. And then, Umko GP says, I'm sure Arthur from Triple Nine regrets letting go of Lira. He would have been wealthy had he not. <laughs> he has spoken. Uh, has she spoken to him ever since? What's your relationship with Arthur like right now?
2: know of course, I've spoken to him. And um, I think between he and I, he, we both realized this was the best way for me. Um, one thing he always claims is that, oh, well, I was the first one to put her out into the market. So, you know, we'll let him have that indeed. But I think he also realizes that this journey went as far as it could. This this was my path, and uh, I'm glad that things worked out the way they do. But we we're amicable. We sort of we talk. We can pick up a phone and catch up. So yeah.
1: So fine. you've transcended whatever it was that it was, was important to do that, bothering you at the time. Yeah. Well, fine. Um, Apiwe Ngunge says um, we needed such upliftment. Uh, we must celebrate the beautiful side of our country mm. uh, and Lira is an amazing woman it is indeed great to be subjected to this awesomeness in the morning <laughs> and uh, Cyprian Mgenela Cyprian um congratulations to you on the birth of your daughter and Cyprian says i'm just lost for words uh with SAFM uh you brought lira to us and it's my birthday today and i'll take it as the best gift after <laughs> my daughter Come on, Lira.
2: Well, I don't know what your daughter's name is, but we'll just sing the song. This is for your beautiful little girl. Happy
3: birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, little daddy's girl.
1: Happy birthday to you. And of course, I'm sure Cyprian is going to buy a Lira album right now. I mean, it doesn't get any better, Cyprian, on national radio. But, um, Nomelung uh, uh, Nombulelo rather says, I love her for loving her natural self, a celebrity worth celebrating. Mm. Are you, are you political in any way? Uh, do you have a political consciousness, uh, that, you know, you embrace and I'm not scared to put out there as an artist because as an artist, this could be a minefield. It is. And I, I generally choose
2: to <laughs> tread carefully, as it were. And maybe that's cowardice. I have no idea. Um, but it's also the kind of brand of artist that I am. Um, uh, it's, I suppose at some point I'll, I'll be bold enough to rattle a few cages. Um, but my mission at the moment is to portray. Um, a side of South Africa that I wanted to see. The biggest, one of the, the most important phrases I ever heard sayings was, be the change that you want to see in the world. And I took that to heart. I was like, okay, if you don't see any role around, become one. Uh, if you don't see any positivity around, bring out the positivity. And that's what I'm about. And I think that's that's the important thing to send out at this moment. Um, as I evolve, as I grow, I'll probably tackle other things more openly.
1: <laughs> mm. but, 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 you know, um, do you feel any pressure in uh, the fact that young people and especially young women mm. see you as this role model? And, and, and they see you representing a particular you know, young woman in South Africa today, one who embraces her natural self. One thing I'm conscious of is that
2: this is a choice I made. So whatever pressure would, would be one that I would have put on myself. I placed myself in this position consciously. It's something I care about. I'm passionate about. Um, it's, it's, it's completely about being the change that I want to see. Um. So Yeah, it's just important for me to to keep checking myself, to keep growing. And I go through my ups and downs. You know, as I go into the world, I get challenged on such a level that I have to question everything that I am again and sort of check if it's still relevant. Um, But that's powerful because such is life. I get to refine and, and become better as a person and as a role model. Because if I have a mission, I'm able to tweak it, to make it better, to make it even more relevant.
1: Yeah. And um, just reading through more of the messages coming through, Jack says, Hope Mandla calls in to sing just one line with that smooth voice <laughs> of his. Um, and, and Adam Chale, as if responding to this, says, uh, Mandla is in danger. I tell you, it's Lyra. Lyra's is number one. There's no two ways about <laughs> it. And Kathy says Lyra is beautiful and also sounds like a beautiful person with a pure heart. Uh, stay in KZN sends an SMS saying, um, "Sakina, I am like you, disappointed. I seriously thought she was a pirate supporter. <laughs> hey, um, she sings for the continent like Mama Makeba. Congratulations, but you're not a pirate supporter. But stay, I am not disappointed, not at all, <laughs> because I don't scream for the bucks. So I'm not disappointed. Here you go. We, we can we can't all be perfect, you know. We can't
2: all." <laughs> Like the same team, so forgive me beloved.
1: <laughs> uh sorry. Uh it's just you know, you'll you'll learn to live with it, I'm sure you will. And um so many more messages coming through and, and I'm I'm seriously overwhelmed, uh Lira, just seeing this outpouring of love and admiration uh that people have for you. Uh Chloe says, I'm a songwriter and I have an Afro pop song. I know she would do justice to it. How do we go about that? Do you get a lot
2: of this? I do. Um, And the best way to contact us is through my website, misslira.com. M-I-S-S-L-I-R-A dot com. Um, Of course, and I'll only ever take what resonates. Um, I don't just, you know, grab just cause. I really have to do things from the heart. So, But
1: send it through anywhere, please. Um, This one, Piggy Bagging says, You make us proud, You were well-raised daughter of the soil, Lira. And uh, Yaj, loving the music. Yaj, the chances of us playing that again are slim to none. (laughs) But we will play you something else, uh, you know, just a bit later on. And, um, of course, you've been very busy, Lira. Books... CDs. What's going on? Because um, um, Cor was actually saying he has the book, uh, he has all the DVDs. But is there something that he should be looking out for? <laughs> Him and everybody else, of course. Oh,
2: I'm very excited. Gosh, where do I start? Um, all right. So I've uh, my book is called Making Her Story, as opposed to His Story. So we're making her story. Um, and it was really inspired by the engagements that I have with my Facebook fans. They ask me all kinds of questions. And um, as of yesterday, I reached over 600,000 Facebook fans, but I like to call them family. Um, and, you know, they, they post. That's some, massive. That's really, I mean, I love it. It's, it's a great way to engage with people. Um, it's non-invasive, but it allows me to know what they're thinking. And I can, of course, um, engage with them on that platform. So I really enjoy it. So I picked up on all their questions, and I and I, I could see they, they wanted to know more detail uh, about my thinking, what I, my beliefs are, um, how I handle business, how I handle money, um, what advice I have uh, being a woman, being a musician, all of these things. And usually when I do an interview, when I read back at an interview, it's usually the, the journalist's interpretation of what I'm saying. And sometimes it's edited to suit the publication. And so I thought a book, if I write the book myself, I, I can speak to my fans as if they were sitting across from me like right now. Um, so that was the idea. And then um, I got Clyde Miller, who's actually from Egoruleni, um, to interview family members so that you would get that perspective at my parents, uh, uh, my in-laws, for example, my friends, so that you could get Lyra from other people's perspective. And not everybody says, you know, everything that's so rosy. It's very real, real in that sense. And then my husband and manager also wrote from a brand uh, perspective. I included very personal things that I never share in this book. Um, there's pictures of my wedding, <laughs> there's pictures of my in-laws, there's pictures of uh, my career in the last decade. So I'm taking this story and um, putting it into a theater show, um, or rather uh, the show uh, called Herstory, um, and it kicks off at Monte Casino at the Teatro on the 3rd and 4th of October. Now, we did something special this time around. I love my fans. I truly appreciate them. So we are including the first decade DVD that I shot last year, At Carnival City, we had
1: 7,000 people that came out for that. That was very popular. It was. My bestie sat me down one day and she said, you have to watch this.
2: (laughs) This is a new one now. This is one I shot last year in celebration of my first decade. This is my third DVD. I am taking this DVD and I'm packaging it with every single ticket for this tour to give back to my fans to say thank you so much for all the years of support thank you so much for buying tickets every time I have a concert thank you so much for buying my merchandise thank you for you know, I often say when I'm in the world, I'm like, I'm made in South Africa and I mean it. The kind of artist I've become, I'm I'm successful, I'm I'm a great role model, but it's because I also feed from your energy. So thank you so much. With this concert, we're giving this D V D to every ticket holder. Um so by virtue it doesn't matter what ticket you have, whether you're having the VIP or right at the back of the mm. venue or the meet and greet, it doesn't matter. You will walk away with a First Decade DVD, and the tickets are already available at Compute
1: It's this the same one that's in the book?
2: No, this is a it's live a performance. One. This is a live performance that hasn't been released. I did two nights at Carnival City last year, celebrating the first 10 years of my career. This is a journey from my All My Love album... Feel Good, Soul and Mind, Rise Again, uh, and Return to Love. That whole Mm. journey, it was an epic performance. And like I said, we had 7,000 people that came to that show. And now we're finalizing the DVD and we'll include it in every ticket for the tour.
1: Okay, yep. so uh, I suppose there's incentive enough to go out to that tour. You'll get your money back, <laughs> absolutely, and then some, <laughs> and then some indeed. <laughs> and then and, and 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 of course, I'm looking through the book and the pictures. I love pictures, um, although I don't want to take any because you know, some of these pictures. I tell you, um, I wouldn't want to see myself at three years old. <laughs> and wait, I must. i
2: true. You know, there are sometimes I'm like, oh, I had to make peace with that. You know, I had to make. And then I thought it was important to see that you know sometimes the flower doesn't, <laughs> you know we 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 blossom into something a little bit. It doesn't start flower. out like that. But I must just say to your listeners, guys, I don't know if you've seen her, but she, you actually you're very pretty. So um, don't you dare and say you know you don't want to take pictures. Nothing. Nah, she's she's actually very stunning, folks.
1: Ah, Lira, <laughs> coming from you. I'm going out after this show. I'm going walkabout <laughs> after the show. But, but I, I'm loving the pictures in the book and, um, absolutely gorgeous. And, 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 you know, words tell a story, but nothing tells a story quite like pictures do. And just paging through this here right now, I can't wait to actually sit and read her story. And, and I just love the title, Making Her Story, mm-hmm. instead of his History. story right. and 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 um, fantastic fantastic stuff and of course it's women's day anything in particular planned has robin uh, done anything <laughs> special for you as yet oh, you know he's i have the best husband ever um this morning i mean just little
2: things you know it's never crazy but it's little things that mean the most to me this morning i walked into the kitchen and i found a little a beautiful pink flower pot I, I love plants. And it, this this one is just brimming with color. And I was I actually spoke to this flower. I was like, hello. <laughs> I'm Aww. so glad she's here because I love that kind of stuff. So that was my epic moment of the day. Um, so he's, he's wonderful. And that, that's just random. That's not because it's Women's woman's mind. That's just because he decided to do that. So it's very sweet. But Aww. I've been performing all over the place tonight. I'm in Durban at the Moses Mabida, um People's Park. And we're doing a Women's Day high tea. um And Gibbs, oh, of course. And then I'm speaking at a woman's uh, event at Gibbs this afternoon at 12. Busy, busy. I am. But it's wonderful. I love what I do. It, it's
1: it's like oxygen to me and of course you know um having spent this time having had the honor to spend this time with you i can understand why people would be falling all over themselves to get you to their <laughs> events and um of course you know that we're so happy for you that you have robin who does all these wonderful things and secretly will hate you but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sweet lira Thank you so much. And it's been absolutely wonderful. The book, where where, where can people get oh, hold of it? Any good bookstore will have
2: it. And it's called um, Lyra Making Her Story, uh, de- Celebrating a Decade of Achievement. And the book itself has uh, a DVD that includes my experience uh, performing at the Obama second inauguration, um, Obama, President Obama's second inauguration. It's got a snippet of my unplugged DVD. Um, and then it's got pictures upon pictures of my life in the last ten years. Gorgeous, gorgeous pictures.
1: <laughs> and Lira, thank you so much for coming in this morning, and of course, we'll hope to speak to you again.
2: It's such a great pleasure, and to my fans in the rest of the country, I'm coming to M Nodweni, Newcastle, New London, Valcom, Witbank, Mossel Bay, Durban, Cape Town, and even more. Someone so asking don't about
1: Bloemfontein. Okay, so Bloemfontein, your turn is coming. Indeed. indeed. Okay, Lira, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and I feel like I'm on a stage, and uh, you know I have to outro this particular <laughs> performance here that we had this morning. Thanks, as always, for your fantastic participation in the show, and of course, uh, you have a fantastic weekend. The production team, producers Ntswaki, Ku, Maria Moate, Misho Shandlale, Jake Mukoma and Sisanda Jonas. Our senior producers, Chilidzi Chivase and Lungile Mabaso. Foreign producer, Ronald Piri. Technical producers, uh, Judy Mutupi and Bongiwe Thomas. Our specialist producer, Budzi Lukoto. Executive producer, Aubrey Sechier. Thanks so much to everybody for making sure that we had a fantastic week. Have a good weekend
3: que I sing, yeah, a